Uh, I want to talk about employment passes, and this is quite interesting because I know Singapore has had some changes recently. But generally speaking, for someone, you know, you started a company and you want to bring in uh, professional staff from outside of the jurisdiction. What is the threshold in Singapore, generally speaking? I know it's unique to industry and stuff like that, but generally speaking. Okay, uh, Singapore has a few passes. So uh, the, 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 the most popular being the E-Pass and the S-Pass, Employment Pass and the S-Pass. So Employment mm -hmm. Pass is a lot uh, for, for professionals. So mm -hmm. for PMET, they, they, they name it PMET. So uh, that is uh, um, at least $5,000 a month, Singapore dollars mm -hmm. a month, mm -hmm. uh, to get uh, employment pass. But also, it also depends on uh, nationality. So it doesn't mean that if you pay someone $5,000, uh, you get employment pass uh, straight away. So it very much depends on uh, mm -hmm. the uh, nationality, obviously. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, S pass, on the other hand. Sorry, and, and just to clarify, PMET professionals, managers, executives, and technicians. Technicians, yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. Next. So on the other hand, uh, S pass is for skilled workers, skill, skill mm -hmm. and semi skilled worker, uh, a mm -hmm. lot lower. So the requirement is uh, uh, at least 3000 a month. You can get an S pass. So S pass, uh, that definitely that, uh, that works on quota. So quota mm -hmm. basis. So if you have uh, a lot, let's say if you recruit local citizens, uh, uh, being PR or Singapore citizens, uh, it goes by quota. So for mm -hmm. our industry, like accountancy, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's seven to one. So every seven uh, locals that I hire, I get to hire uh, one. One farm. One, uh, uh, sorry, one work permit pass. S pass. Uh, one S pass. One work right. permit pass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But S pass, uh, you can hire you can hire, uh, uh, but it's subject to levy. Yeah, mm -hmm. subject to levy, yeah. yes. Oh, okay, great. Ravi? Yeah. Uh, Malaysia, as what Singapore has also, we have for professionals employment pass. We have for employment pass category, we have two categories here. Uh, one is the basic minimum salary is 10,000. That's the first year. Mm -hmm. Okay, the employment contract can be up to five years. Mm -hmm. Okay, the maximum. Then you... Under this category, dependent pass is allowed. Okay, mm -hmm. so the minimum, uh, let's say, is a foreign-owned company means the paid-up capital must be at least five hundred k. That is the paid-up minimum paid-up capital five hundred k. Then the and, and it must be it must be in a Malaysian bank. Yes, liquid five hundred k liquid in them. Okay, right. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. So, uh, oh look. They say paid up capital 500k. It, uh, it's not to say a liquid cash 500. Oh. They can have asset also. Technically, they, they oh. don't just know how to work out this 500. But okay. Okay. technically speaking, uh, technically speaking, if a new company means, of course, it's, it's going to be based on the liquid. If a long-term company means maybe they already have an asset or something, it can mm -hmm. be part of the paid up capital. It's not an issue as long. It's, it's part of the paid up. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Mm. Then the second category is minimum salary is five uh five thousand maximum mm. to nine nine nine. That's the second category there. Second mm. category, the employment pass you have for two years. Mm. You can do a contract up to two years. You can get a dependent pass on this also. Same paid up capital five hundred. Okay. Uh, mm. The other question, if let's say the directors, the company directors himself mm. is a foreigner, he want to apply for the this thing, him the paid up capital must be at one million. So that is mm. a bit a bit more. You must mm. have a one million capital capital there. 
So the other thing is now all these are under online. <coughs> we have to uh, apply online. That means you have to register before you apply the EP itself. You must mm. register the company first. The re- mm. the company who is applying the EP will apply themselves online. Mm. It is not through the agent nowadays. Maybe w- what the agent will do, the agent will register the company there. Then they will mm. use the company's login to apply the function. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. that's how the system runs at the moment. Mm-hmm. Just like Singapore. Okay, understood. Right. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, and Singapore also has the dependent pass, which is attached to the employment pass. But one change that has been recent, well, recently, past few years, is that the dependent pass used to be able to work once there's a, a letter of consent, but I believe that's no longer the case. So if someone is on a dependent pass and they need to work, they need to get an EP themselves. W- what about in Malaysia? If someone is on a dependent pass attached to an employment pass, can they work or would no, they need to apply for employment pass? Okay, they same. They have to surrender and apply for it. Okay, same, same. Uh, I, I can see in many ways Singapore and Malaysia move in lockstep with each other. Okay. Uh, connected to the idea of an employment pass, it used to be relatively common for an entrepreneur to create a company and have that company apply for their employment pass. You know, at least when I arrived in Singapore like 10 years ago, it was it was not easy, but it was possible. But progressively, it's becoming more and more difficult for, for that to, to happen in, in Singapore. Am I correct in saying that, Bunya? Or how does it work for that entrepreneur? They want to have a startup. They have an idea. Are they able to create a company on their own and then that company give them an EP? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. So uh, definitely, yes, but it's getting a lot uh, harder these days. Uh, okay, reason being is they uh, the government tried to avoid uh, phantom uh, EP, okay? Yeah. So in yeah. a way, you take up the quota. You don't really mm. uh, belong in Singapore and uh, it's not fair to others, right? So that's, that's the whole idea, okay, that I see. Mm. Uh, but obviously now if a foreigner uh, would really uh, start a company and stay in Singapore to work, uh, have to uh, submit a, a business plan, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the recruitment plan, things like that. Uh, what's the, I mean, mm-hmm. short-term plan, uh, three to five years plan, what you plan to do in Singapore with the company? Uh, will you bring your family? Things like that. So mm-hmm. all in all, these are important characteristics for the government, uh, as in uh, for the manpower ministry, to consider mm-hmm. whether to grant you uh, an employment pass. Okay. And what about Malaysia? Is that possible? Yes, as possible as as what I told earlier, uh, just what Gundi also say, you must incorporate the company first to apply. Then your paid out capital must be one million. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then as what uh, Bunib say, you must get the government's approval. This is not they simply won't give you apply. Also, they won't give. It's because certain certain industries like trade industries, you're doing trading all this. They want to protect the local industry, so they want to see whether you which one you can enter, which one you cannot enter. They they will decide. So there are mm-hmm. conditions, license to apply. You must fulfill all these things before you can proceed for the EP. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.